Welcome, welcome, welcome to On Deck with Tony and Ken When we talk about the nerdy things that make us who we are This is episode number 7 time Tony, Tony, we are at 17 How are you doing? I'm feeling good, man It's like, you know, we're keeping going We're having fun It's, uh, it's a good time Do you know what? It's crazy though This week has been a fantastic week for content so much to talk about i'm buzzing i'm i'm feeling it this week how are you feeling ken yeah same man like it's almost as if they don't want me to do anything else but watch tv because right I, every two seconds I'm like oh yeah let me catch up with this i i do you know what i don't want it to get to a to a point where it's a chore i'm like all right cool mm-hmm. because i'm into all these different things because i like all yeah. these different shows i have to allocate time like a job to actually um uh, um to watch all these things because we ain't getting paid right. off of this Really. No, we're not. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. At least, not yet. you know what I mean. So, it, to, to to for me to be putting in this work to enjoy myself and mm-hmm. not get paid for it is a bit bougie. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But you know, uh, at the same time, it's like, oh man, it's a bit, it's, it's, it's a lot because my weekends are now different. Like, all right, cool. Right. I save everything for this, 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 this. If I get home at this time uh, during the week, then I have to do this, this, this. Bro, it's a lot, man. And then I have to sneak in yeah. some time to exercise and play basketball, and then see my girl, and then this and this. Ah, oh, breath. It, it, it's becoming a lot. But it's a it, lot. It just means that we're at a time in our uh, in humanity where yeah. we are enamored with the things that we because we've been asking for this for years. I always mm-hmm. wanted to see all my heroes on screen on the comic books, uh, um, you know, in front of me at, uh, at easy touch. Not not like oh, oh I got home at four thirty. Damn, I missed the episode of Dragon Ball Z that everyone's going right. to be talking about tomorrow in primary school or secondary school. So gone are those days. I can actually check mm-hmm. out everything, but because definitely, we have a definitely. week before we talk about all these things, it's so hard to keep up with it. But once again, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to look a gift horse in its mouth. I enjoy yeah. every single moment of it. Tom? It's, it's for real. It's like we're, we're really sport right now. You know, disposable income, Very. disposable time. Very. And we, it's all about, you know, obviously not complaining. But, it, you know, sometimes there's so much going on. It's hard to fit in the time. Same thing, trying to do basketball, trying to keep healthy, trying to I work from home. So trying to get through my work day, trying to also be creative. You know, I've been slacking on my, my comic book. Uh, but I need to get back into that. But you know, it's been a, a sh- what's the word smorgasbord of of treats, right? So there's a lot going on. But you know, be- besides from like you know uh, the big things that we're we're going to be talking about later, um, it's like the smaller things like uh, the the basic you know weekly TV show churns. Like I've been watching a lot of the Chicago TV stuff. So you know, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, and Chicago Med. I love the, those shows. They they got a little bit of cheese on it, but it's a good type of cheese. Um, I've been keeping up with things like The Flash. This episode of The Flash, it was a great episode. Like they brought back a uh, a villain, um, Abracadabra. This guy, I tweeted him, and he actually hollered at me back. Um, he's he's probably been the best villain that uh that Flash has had. And every time they bring it back, bring him back, I'm actually like really into it. But this episode, really emotional performance. And I bought it. I really like the actor. He's going to be in Suicide Squad. Well, The Suicide Squad coming out later on uh, HBO Max and cinemas. Uh, he, I think he's going to be playing the polka dot man. Um, he's been in loads of stuff. Like it's blinking, you miss him. He's like, he's the Russian tech guy in Ant-Man. He's, uh, who else? He's also been, he was in The Dark Knight. He plays the crazy guy um, in when they do the parade for, um, oh, for yeah. Commissioner Gordon. So that guy's like, he's he's been working in this comic book game in terms of like paying characters, but it's like blinking, you miss him. But the guy is a dope actor. You just take Wait, it. He's a, he, ain't he in uh, going to be a new Suicide Squad, right? Yes, he is. He plays the Pokemon Dot Man. I just uh, mentioned that. Ah, yeah, earlier. yeah, no, no. Because I just, I just, I just realized, I was like, yeah. wait, wait, because I was trying to uh, connect it. But yeah, go off, go off. Yeah. Thing. 
So yeah, like little things like that. Obviously, keeping up with things like um, Jujutsu Kaisen, banging anime. Recommend anybody that's into like high yep. action, high concept anime really get into Jujutsu Kaisen. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to catch up on uh, Attack on Titan because I've seen some previews of the final season. Looks My Lord. nuts. Bro, catch um, up, man. It's going yeah. up every week. I, I feel like I need to take back my words because I felt like initially I took it as a show that it wasn't paying off. It was it was doing the lost thing of asking too many questions and not answering anything. From the previews, it seems like there's a lot of answers to come. Um, other than that, it's just, you know, we, we just, we got the big topics. We got the big topics. What do you want to start off with first? Um, let, let's do a quick recap of uh, um, the the, <laughs> the emotional rollercoaster that is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. So let's get that out of the way. So Falcon and Winter Soldier, if, uh, for everybody that's watched it, and for some people that haven't watched it, spoiler alerts ahead. Um, but let's recap episode one. So episode one, we got the introduction. We got um, Sam going through his day-to-day life. It kicks off with a dope action scene, high-flying, high action, then immediately settles down. You got um, Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes' life, where he's going through therapy of, off of his PTSD and trying to reconcile his past events as an assassin and trying to look for forgiveness and growth and maybe some healing. Um, it, all of that comes to an head where you are met with this new villain group, potential villain group, we don't know yet, called the Flag Smashers, where they believe that the world should go back to how it was during the blip, where we was one nation all together. And whether that's good, whether that's bad, we don't know. We're going to find out later. Episode two now, we are met with the ramifications of Sam's choices at the end of episode one, whereby they have anointed a new Captain America who uh, is played, uh, the, the new Captain America goes by the name of John Walker. For the comic book fans out there, that is uh, the US agent. So whether that's going to play into the show, we don't know. But he's right now, he's rolling with the shield and his little sidekick called Battlestar. Yeah. Uh, there's friction between Team Falcon Winter Soldier and Team Captain America and Battlestar. And I have to admit, Battlestar is a dope character name, but this suit, they did him dirty. He nah, looks nah. like... He looks, they, they, he looks they, like they, they just... They finished. They the went to Toys R Us. They went to <laughs> nah, Toys R Us. The budget ran out, bro. Like they, yeah. everyone got some sick costumes. Even Bucky's jacket that looked right? like um, the old school. I'm like, yo, this is a clean jacket, <laughs> right? They, like, literally, they oh, the budget went to his arm, to his jacket, Falcon's uh, CG, to his suit, yeah. to the uh, uh, US agent, and then yeah. they just gave him a bloody black bulletproof vest with some blue underrows, <laughs> right? But you know what that means, Ken? You know what yeah. that means? What it that means mean, that one him, like having like a very generic suit also being black you know he's gonna die in the next episode <laughs> my well, man's gonna catch a bullet well someone's some, someone's definitely dying like i don't yeah. know who but if it's him then oh surprise surprise who would have knew yeah. but um i i do find the minute i saw him actually disney mm. with this with this show marvel the show did two things i'm like mm, okay cool yeah that, that's kind of that's kind of why <laughs> why why'd you yeah. do that um, mm-hmm. And the first one was appointing um, um, Captain America's new black sidekick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was like, ah, come on, man. Like, mm. Yeah, do better. Well, it's, it's interesting because um, from what we That's can tell from the, the comics. show. That's how it is in the it comics, is, actually. It is how yeah. it is in the comic, but I think it's deeper than that. I think it's yeah. like, one, it's a mirror of the relationship between Sam and Bucky because one, it's mm. the lead The lead in that is obviously John Walker as Captain America, a white man. His sidekick is a black man. 
uh, but they have a very close, tight-knit relationship. It's almost like Sam and Cap, how it was before. Now you got the mirror of that coming like a twisted mirror where you got Sam and you got Bucky where then they, I think you can tell Sam has been trying for a long time to be close with Bucky and Bucky's just been pushing him away and yeah. Sam is just like, I'm over it now. I've tried, I'm over it. So they got that friction, but they're willing to work with each other to achieve the mission. And obviously that dynamics change where uh, Sam is the lead and Bucky is the psychic. And it's almost like Bucky kind of knows his place in a way that he's always been the psychic. He's always been the backup, even for um, for Cap before that. Mm. Um, so what's interesting about that kind of mirror image of black and white partners is that the show also is mildly touching on race issues in america i read this in uh, this uh article recently it was a review um off of this website uh let me see if i can find it quickly uh but the guy was making an assertion that um both marvel has both successively uh made a commentary on race and it's too much and too little at the same time, which I don't really know how that makes sense. But the the the, sh- the article basically goes on this kind of diatribe of like, they're making the attempt at, you know, making a racial commentary, but at the same time, they're falling short. I don't necessarily think that they're falling short more so that they got a mission to, comp- uh, to achieve both in terms of the theme of the show, in terms of there is an impending doom, you know, racism happens. I am a black man in the society of superheroes. But also it's like, we only have six episodes. We can't really get into a civil rights movement thing coming here. We haven't got 24 episodes okay. season. Do you know what I'll so, say on that? Um, I, I haven't read the article, but it, mm. it's alluding to something and I might slightly agree with it uh, yeah. and disagree with it. Uh, I agree that, okay, cool. Yeah, it, it does um, introduce it and it falls short. Um, yeah. However, why introduce something if you're not going to explore it? Is my thought. I think like, I think I, they I, will. I, I, I would have preferred. Well, wait, actually, yeah. Do, do you know what? It's too it's too soon to call anything. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming that they don't explore it, then yeah. I would have said like, okay, what's the point? Well, why did you introduce it to begin with? To yeah. ruffle some feathers on people on the internet because people are going to talk about it mm-hmm. and then do nothing with it. It falls short. But once again, we should never. And we've we 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 know the uh, quality or, yes. or, or or the um we 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 know the. The stupidity of of judging a show before it's actually done, and right. also we know the level. You know what I mean? We, yeah, like, we know what it is. It's um, one of those, and everybody wants to come with their theories, right? Remember, uh, the all the way through, mate. Uh, Wonder Vision, mate. What was the prevailing theory? <laughs> Mephisto, 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 Mephisto. Even Mephisto. though, like, legit, I'm thinking to myself, there's nothing here alluding to Mephisto even when I'm reading articles they say like well this could be a reference to Mephisto it's like how that is ten. that's not that is is too generous to even say that's tenuous at best it's well, like I remember the first time that Marvel did it they did it mm-hmm. at the end of uh, is it Spider-Man the Spider-Man right. um, um, uh, one where like people have gotten so used to theorizing and mm-hmm. expecting certain things and right. remember when uh, Captain America in the uh, training video Mm-hmm. like the 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 pe videos like right like yeah everyone was expecting this 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 and he was more like making a very meta joke talking to the audience being like yeah um go home you waited for nothing right. <laughs> type thing yeah um yeah. and so marvel are wising up and they're actually trolling 
people now because mm. they know people like they knew the big bad of the uh, um, the comic book version of WandaVision was Mephisto mm. and the whole craziness with well, that. No, but the, well, that's so the they, thing. That's actually incorrect, Ken, because one, you're taking you're taking one storyline, and that was all the way from I think uh, just after House of N or before. But her original villain was Agatha Harkness, like with the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So I, I, I know, I know. But like the whole idea of of, of his kids, right, being linked mm. to Mephisto, right? Yeah. So people, but saw... Mephisto is is linked to everybody. Think about uh, once again, uh, Brand New Day with Spider Man, where he reverted his whole life back to uh, before Aunt May died. That was okay. Mephisto. Yeah, Ghost I'm, Rider. I'm not, I'm not that Mephisto. That. Yeah, but I'm talking about his kid. Their kids. Their kids yeah. are directly linked to Mephisto. So the no, no, the kids. Pre- the kids predate Mephisto way before. So the whole creation of the kids was well before Mephisto. The Mephisto thing was something that happened in the recent 2000s. The kids stuff was back in, I think, I want to say the 60s or the 70s. So there isn't a link between Mephisto and the kids? Not really. It's one of those ones. It's like Mephisto's popped up enough times with so many different people that it's overlapped. Sure, they've had interaction with Mephisto, but he is not the core, the core story in terms of Wonder Wonder Vision okay. and the kids. Okay. So when okay. people are making that, and I think I get it, right? It's happened in the comic books, but I'm watching the show. You kind of have to judge the show. I look at those Easter eggs, even looked at the articles where they made mention of the Easter eggs. It's like, well, that's not connected to Mephisto. That's connected to this. I mean, Why are people... I, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I, I enjoy yeah. both sides of it. I enjoy right. uh, people that uh, go for it and try and figure out what's actually going to happen or what's their sister's, try and feel smart yeah. and smart about it on the internet and getting absolutely obliterated by the story with a bone right. joke, you know, at the end of it. Yeah. And, and, and that that's great because it's more or less trying to force people, watch the show. Yes, yeah. we want you to talk about it. Of course. But bloody hell, man. Like, watch the show. Watch like, the show. A good show, show isn't defined by how smart you are. A good show is right? defined by how smart the story is. And, and even, fooling you even, is part of it. And even if you have a theory, right? At least make your theory make sense. Don't just... Because this is the thing, right? Have you seen those memes going around where they're taking the piss out of people that are theorizing Mephisto? So there's a meme of his oh, yeah, Rhodey. Yeah. At um at the end of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, where he's frowning a little bit and his frown makes a shape of an M, somebody's basically circled that and made an arrow to Mephisto's picture and said Con- uh, confirmed uh, Mephisto in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Bro, and I think it was remember some... like the early two thousand tens. Um, Illuminati confirmed. Do you remember that meme? Do you no, that? no. Right. People were people like were connecting different things like. Oh, this person said three and three, three times by six, and three times three lots of six, 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 and then Jay Z. When you look at that logo, he has three sixes yeah. on it. Illuminati mm-hmm. confirmed, and like, like yeah, I, I think that was like a natural evolution of that. Yeah. But anyway, let, let's not get too far deep into this. No, um, so that's, like, let's finish recapping was... the show. Let's yeah, finish exactly. recapping. So we've got the situation <laughs> where they're bringing up race in terms of like you know the the new Captain America and um, the missed opportunity with Sam, and Sam is not saying it, but I. Think feel like he wants to say it and say like not only he you self-doubting himself in terms of being the next captain america he gets it because he calls out bucky on this because bucky's trying to say like you should have taken it this was responsibility and he turns around and said don't you tell me what my rights are or my he doesn't say responsibility say like yeah it was your right to take up the mantle right and sam turns to him and said like yeah don't you dare with your hundred years try to tell me what my rights are right and i think uh, Sam, even though the the show might not address it, but I think, and it's going to address in the sense that he's going to get the shield and America is going to react away because guess what? America is not ready for a black Captain America. Which they touch upon in this episode, which was right. uh, 
uh, um, really, really in like very, very. Uh, I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Um, cool to jump to there. Let, let's let's jump to there. Or, or do you want to talk about the other stuff that happened in between there? I th- I think it's fine to jump for there. Most of the stuff like is I think it's 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 gonna evolve, especially the stuff with um I- Isaiah X. Yeah. Uh, even though they didn't reference him as that, we do. We as the comic book fan know who that is. But yeah. I think yeah. it's it's fine to leave it there. And let's let's get into the shits. What is the what is the real thing we came here to talk about, Ken? You 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 tell us. All right. Um. Well, the the big the big thing that we're looking to talk about is how um. Animation is not for kids anymore these days. No, no. <laughs> Animation is not for kids. Uh, we have had two releases of super. Actually, let's not lie. Superhero shows nowadays aren't for kids anymore. No, they're Bro, really almost not. every single episode, like, almost every single superhero or hero that is good in terms of a TV mm-hmm. show, even like down to the boys or, or, or anything, or the two shows we're about to talk about. Even Superman. Is, even, even Superman. Bro, even Superman and Lois. It's, it's, it's kind dark, of, it's man. pushing 15 plus 15 plus 18 type content type thing. Like, it's some dark su- stuff. Super doesn't mean the same thing like it used to anymore. No. It, like Gone are the days of Spider-Man 1 and 2 where it's like whimsical and fun and, mm. you know, people mm. in green suits. Nowadays is your heroes um, will come across blood, uh, will, will kill people, um, yeah. will have PTSD, will have issues, will struggle financially like in Falcon and the Winter Soldier and yeah. um, have real, real things to deal with, like Superman with his sons. Um, the two shows that we're talking about today is Dota that just dropped on Netflix, all yes. eight episodes, I want to say. Uh, yes. All nine episodes, I think, uh, of Dota. Mm-hmm. And the second show that dropped on Amazon Prime is Invincible, the first three episodes. I think Yeah. Uh, the first three episodes of, no, I'm wrong, Dota is eight and this is nine, I think. Um, the main difference between both of them, as we know, is the difference between Netflix and Amazon. Uh, mm. Amazon drip feed their stuff. Uh, however, yes. however, in Invincible, they release the first three episodes. Whereas right. with Dota, it's uh, all out there, ready, ready yes. to be watched. Also, the other major difference is Dota is only uh, 20 to 25 minutes uh, mm. length. Whereas Invincible, boy, they put money in this. And I'm going to get into right. wh- where else they spent their money. 45 yeah. minutes per episode. This is yeah. wild, Tony, because... Gonna, like we don't see that with grown-up tv shows or tv we don't uh, s- animated animated shows like the no, last we don't time... see that with animation they yeah. keep it like a, a right and tight 20 minutes you know and sometimes if you get like a a half an hour thing it's literally five minutes of recap uh this one it gets straight into it they'll have the the logo splash and it's straight into the story and they're giving you like almost like a semi after credit scene kind of thing after episode every episode but uh do you want me to take the reins of what invincible is since i'm a like a big fan of the comic i don't know did you ever read the comic of invincible no i didn't no i didn't you didn't so do you want me to take the lead on this yeah be, by all means please okay so the story of invincible so it's the typical fair of kind of like the vibe of spider-man young teenage guy with superpowers but the twist is this right it's set in the world where superheroes exist, kind of like the common trope here where, you know, modern day superheroes, everything is kind of grounded and gritty. They're superpower people, but it's not as whimsical and fantastical as we use, uh, as we, we, like we alluded to with Spider-Man. It's a bit more like some superheroes is just kind of like a nine to five. But the main conceit is this, uh, the main character played, um, played by Steven Yuen, And th- that's, we'll talk about that later in terms of the cast, because the cast is crazy. Um, Steven Yun. He plays this character called Mark Grayson, typical teenage boy, but the twisted, his dad is equivalent to Superman um, in this world, <coughs> Omni-Man, uh, as he's called. Uh, 
probably the most powerful superhero on the planet. Uh, but he is half human, therefore hasn't actually developed his superpowers yet. So he's kind of going through his typical teenage life. He gets bullied, he gets beat up. He's got like a good heart on him. Uh, then one day his powers activate and now he's able to fly super strength the whole nine yards he doesn't have heat vision because that's not one of the powers of the Voltramites. they only have flight super strength and near invulnerability now the way the first episode starts off is typical of most comic book heroes uh movies or tv shows is the origin right uh, but the great twist about it is the, the storytelling, which they've lifted straight from the comic books again. Like this is one of the few properties where the translation to the, the screen has on a very minor level been diminished. Right. Like most of it is intact. They skip over a few things, very non-issue things. For example, like, uh, you know, Mark's uh, best friend. Mm. So they basically pretty much set up that he's gay. That's something you don't find out about in the book much later yeah um okay that's interesting because like um i i did notice a couple of other changes for example mm -hmm. the incorporation of instagram instagram yes. is a thing in this uh in this series that yes. i cannot imagine that probably wasn't there in the original <laughs> uh the original run of the comic so, so that, that was it, nice in the, in the re an original run of the comic like the comic book just about predates instagram it's like yeah so the yeah. comic's not that old uh, it's like I think mid two thousands when it started, maybe two thousand and four, I believe. Um, but oh, wow. it written yeah. written by um, Robert Kirkman, uh, fame of The Walking Dead, and um, obviously this uh, very 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 brilliant writer. Um, but leading on to the story, uh, you got the introduction of other superheroes in the well, world. There's a let's let's do let's do let's do a re recap of the entire episode um there, yeah. there's there's a lot that happens scene to scene a lot, I'm, I'm not gonna a I'm, lot. I'm not gonna i'm not gonna spend a lot of time talking about um what happens in every single scene but there are some mm -hmm. key aspects as we run through the timeline uh, yeah. of the episodes so like just talking very quickly about episode one yeah the, from the first uh scene so we have the guards outside the white house talking about mm -hmm. you know superhuman invasion training because yes. when you think about it they're introducing things into this world that like oh yeah you probably need something like that anytime right. there's something like a big threat because even back in the day when people had like um bomb bomb threats where people have to you hear the siren you hide underneath your table because you know mm -hmm. there's a threat when mm -hmm. you think about it, superhuman or supervillains are threats, so there must right. be some procedure or, or, or guidance of how to deal with that. And I thought that was such a nice thing to have introduced. And that the same kind of conversation that they were had, like, oh man, don't want to deal with this. Like, oh, another day, don't have to deal with like, And the whole um, resentment of it and thinking like, okay, why do I have to deal with this if someone's coming at me with laser vision and I'm trying to duck and roll away from it? Rev, <laughs> like you ain't really get you're dying like no, what's the of point of this whole thing and that's you right. saw this frustration with the two guys and i yeah. thought i was really really cool to introduce and it also yeah. gave us a, a subplot i think even like a c plot of mm. how one of the guards um and talking about the relationship between his girlfriend or his wife's kid and how yeah. the kid went through a, a rough times how the kid was living with his biological father and the dad messed him up and he was dealing with that and then he had a very rocky uh, li um, life trying to live with him and then mm -hmm. you know they're trying to pay it off where it's like oh I can't join this um, superhuman evasion training because I'm going to be in London with my uh, my wife's kid because I'm trying yeah. to rekindle that relationship with him and I thought that was really nice in, in, amongst yeah. all the superhuman stuff you still found ways to see how normal people interact with this crazy lifestyle see but that's yeah, that an interesting thing from the first um, scene man. 
Yeah. That's that first scene, really brilliant. One, like off the bat, they got a big boy actor. They got fucking uh, John Hamm. So John bro. Hamm is actually playing the uh, the dad in that. And I'm thinking, bro. yo. Bro, th- that's just the first of that's the just multitude f- of this. It's, bro, it's, it's crazy. This show it's is crazy. stacked. Fam, it's stacked let's with just so much talent. Names. How did they afford it? How did they afford Fam. it? Bro, 45 minute episodes, animation, mm. not CG, with CG yep. elements, with elements. these big boy actors that right. are recurring characters. Fam, you've got yeah. J.K. Simmons, Sandra O, oh, Stephen Young, uh, uh, Walton, Walton uh, Goggins, Goggins, the if man. no one knows, bruv, what? they got Goggins in this. Bruv, uh, uh, Jillian Jacobs uh, yep. from uh, Community, uh, yep. Jason uh, Mantzoukas, um, Kevin Michael Richardson, are you nuts? Legend in the game. He's been voicing Bruv. so many people for time. Zachary Bruv. Quinto of Spot Bro. Fame. You got Mark Hamill. You got Bro. Seth Rogen. But you know Bro. who I give it? You know who I give it up to? Yeah, this one actor. Ooh. He's also uh, this guy. You wouldn't believe it, bro. He. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he voices fifty percent of the damn cartoon. Fifty percent. Let me see if I can get his name quick, quickly. You carry on talking, Ken. Let me get his name. Quick. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, the last one that I would say, the ones that one that I didn't even realize was in here was um, Mahershala Ali. Right. And he plays such a minor role. He plays uh, Titan, the guy that was like the um, the Colossus type uh, uh, superhuman that was helping the two robbers get away. And that's where yeah. uh, Mark uh, gets his feet wet with uh, trying to be a superhero. I'm yeah. like, what, you got him to just come through and spit a couple of lines? Rav. Oh, stacked. It's so crazy. stacked. It's crazy. And you know what? Like, granted, like, obviously being a, an animated fair and they probably paid a lot for these actors. So a lot of people are doubling up, playing multiple characters. But this one yep. guy, his name is Ross um, Mar- uh, Marquand or Markand. I don't know how it's pronounced, but I got so much respect for him. So he, he plays a character in The Walking Dead. He's been there for a while. And this guy is so bloody talented. I've seen him in interviews. His voice acting game is on one billion. He, his impressions, he can impersonate anybody. And do you know how many characters he's played? There was one scene where he literally played two people at the same time. Do you know the scene with um, uh, the immortal, the guy with the beard yeah. and the blue suit? He literally yeah. voiced the immortal and the... Um, ah, that's who he was. The, 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 you know the guy with the flight suit that he throws into space? Yeah, yeah. He voiced both of them at the same time. Mad, 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 mad. Bro, he does, he does, he does Aquarius. He does the fish guy. He he ah, does. See. He 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 did Kursk. You know uh, the, that character Red Rush, his villain, the yeah. lightning guy. He did Kursk. Yeah, yeah. He just, you see what bruv. I mean? Um, it, do you know what? It just blows my mind how I feel like everyone read the script and was like, "Yep, mm-hmm. I'm sold." Which mm-hmm. which lets me know because even right now, IMDb is sitting at a nine. Um. Which is a big, a big statement, but it, yeah. it, it, it's 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 living up to it as the story is progressing, bro. Like I'm, I'm so happy that this is getting the love that it deserves because I always knew about this comic, I always knew about the story, but like to see so much backing um, from the uh, from from actors and from the the careful like uh, exposure of it, it, it's beautiful. But yeah, let me not get too bogged down to it. I need to stop fanboying about all of this. I will um, say this, Ken. I will say yeah, this please. just to add it. Like yeah. I looked at IMDb to see what's to come, and granted, this is not a spoiler for me, and I won't actually mention anything. But if cool. you if you was to see the voice actors to come in the subsequent episode, I do not know how this show has managed to get a budget. Bro, I'm hype. I'm hype. And do you yeah. know what's helped uh, helped me like uh, realize who these people are? 
is actually a feature I would love Netflix to have. Uh, mm-hmm. The Amazon Prime where like you press down or you bring up the HUD and then yeah. it shows you the people that are actually in the scene and you can find out more trivia, photos and everything. I, I've been loving that feature ever since they introduced it. And it's the a great way is, just to be like, oh snap, that's that's cool. The problem is they can't because Amazon owns IMDb. Ah. That's why they have the integration. Look at so, these rich bastards. I know they're <laughs> using crazy. Using their but... money and integrating the things that they paid for. So let's have a quick breakdown of the three episodes before we move on. So episode one, you have the introduction of the character. He gets his powers. He gets to learn a bit of his powers. Uh, Eventually gets a super suit off of, uh, you know, his relationship with his dad. His dad's been around in the game. Voice, you know, the the costumer of the show, which they got in spot on from the book. The crazy thing about this show is that me reading the book, they got the voices so perfect. Even though they sound different to how they were in my head, it's somehow like, yo, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. And Mark Hamill, I didn't imagine it, but it bloody works. So he gets his costume. He gets introduced to the teen team. Um, these, you know, young superheroes that are in the game. They're not as overly powered, but they're very skilled. And he tries to find his space in it, but he's still very green and he falters. The But eventually he overcomes in a way. But the, the, the crazy thing about the first episode, and I'm going to just jump to the end, right, is that Ooh, end scene. Just, 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 just before you jump to the end, man, just before mm. you jump to the end. Because, um, yes, I, I agree with everything you said, man. Like, one thing I've noticed that no one's really addressed yet in all these superhero shows is um, is collateral damage. There is always a lot of collateral damage and no one ever talks about how that's cleared up maybe they might talk about it later on but i'm waiting for the scene in any show where they're like yeah. oh yeah 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 don't worry that chip on that building that is now gone there are actual companies that are insured for superhero interactions well um, uh, do you know also, what has uh, dealt yeah. with it marvel's dealt Who? with it marvel's probably marvel. the only one oh that's yeah she yeah. dealt with majorly it. yeah yeah so, the ramifications you know, of it definitely yeah and well the cleanup as well with um yeah the cleanup with, crew. Right. uh what's again contr- uh thingy control uh is it damage control the the company that uh tony stark invests yes. in yeah uh, there, there was actually supposed to be a damage control tv show i think it was straight after uh avengers they were working on it and it just didn't make it to pilot which is a shame right. because i think it would have been it would have made for an awesome show um but yeah they they addressed the issue of collateral damage they also addressed the issue uh throughout the show that like superheroing is not clean it's not as clean as you see it in most comic books and superheroes no. like the scene where mark tries to save this old lady and he gets hit by a beam and literally falls while holding her because he's invulnerable he's fine but he's literally falling onto the floor at high speed with her she's literally fractured all over her body and yeah her leg out. broke up everything um so, and do you know what things were relatively clean mm-hmm. throughout this first episode yeah like i was like oh why is this getting a high rate and oh someone said a soft swear word like all right cool right. marvel's done yeah. that like the, the only blood that you see was when um uh the mauler twin one of the mauler twin gets shot in the eye right. and there's kind of bleeding out of his eye yeah and then tony please continue so that end scene right and this is this is one of the moments then there's many moments throughout the first episode where they've changed things but this is a major change and I'll get to the major change but the end scene after the kind of where the show kind of the first episode kind of ends but it doesn't quite end uh, the group of superheroes who um, in this world the the guardians of the globe um, they're kind of government sanctioned uh, superheroes they get an, a, a signal alert to meet up at the headquarters so you got Red Rush you got War Woman uh, you got the Green Ghost 
you got the immortal which i want to spoil something ken but you not reading the books i'm not going to tell you who the immortal is you're going to laugh so hard when you find it <coughs> Um, cool good <laughs> you've got uh who else you have you got uh is it Darkwing? um Who's... as you said you said Darkwing, martian man war woman red rush mm. the immortal aquarius and green yes Ghost. yes so all archetypes of the justice league well let's and... let's try and match them up let's try and match them up so Darkwing. Right. who's Darkwing? Darkwing is batman or black batman cool. nice love it yeah uh was he black in the comics uh that's the weird thing with a cow you couldn't tell but his psychic was definitely uh, black. That's a spoiler, but you will see him anyway. Okay, cool. It's not a thing. That doesn't mm-hmm. ruin the story. Uh, yeah. Martian Man. Martian Man. Yes, that is Martian Manhunter. Very good. Very good. War Woman. <laughs> I think this one's on the nose. To be honest, that is Wonder Woman. Lovely. Uh, Red Rush. That is the Flash. Uh, Aquarius. Uh, Aquaman or Aquafishman. Aquafishman. Uh, yeah. Green Ghost. This. Well, the last two. Uh, I want to get your opinion. So Green mm-hmm. Ghost. Who, who would you say Green Ghost? is so, most akin to green ghost is supposed to be green lantern but the weird thing his powers are more akin to martian manhunter uh, martian manhunter in the comic book where he can phase through things phase, yeah so um there's actually a cool moment in the comic books that they took out for green ghost whereby uh that gem um she has to so he's he's a he in the comic book uh, but they changed it to a woman. But he has to swallow that gem to ac- activate the powers. And mm-hmm. when he a- when they actually get to the HQ, because obviously he doesn't always want to be, or she doesn't want to always be Green Ghost, he a- she has to throw it up to take it out. Oh, so they Ooh. have to <laughs> they had to completely get rid of that. Um, so carry on. Okay. Who else is there? And is the that- last one is the Immortal. The Immortal. There's no real one for one for that in i was gonna say as well he's just a generic super strong guy that can fly almost almost omni omni man he actually doesn't fly he doesn't actually fly he actually jumps really really high he doesn't actually fly unless they've changed it for the show but i there's one scene where it looks like he might be flying but i could be wrong because it's been a long time since i read it and um the immortal's not in it much he may be able to fly but you don't see him do it that often so right it's kind of ambiguous whether he's jumping really high or flying. Um, but that scene where they're all together Mm-mm. and you see the reflexes of Red Rush where he reacts and manages to push the immortal out of the way as Omni-Man flies and makes a punch. Omni-Man, who's kind of set up to be this world Superman, the good guy, is trying to take out the, uh, the, Guardians, the Guardians of the Globe. And man, it, it breaks out into one of the greatest animated fight scenes. I'm talking about up there with the best of anime. Like the 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 amount of frames that they're doing. I'm pretty sure Ken they they they're animating at twelves, right? What in that? Yeah. Oh man, they're 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 on they're on doubles. Uh, I think that they're doing a combination of uh creative uh tweening as well. Right. So like uh slight slight adjustments. I don't think they're drawing every single scene. But right. a lot of it is uh scene to especially when you see heads explode. That that mm-hmm. is not that is not on, on doubles. That that is right. on singles, mate. Right. That was crazy. Especially when they're slowing it down. So maybe it could yes. be the case that they might be on doubles, then they slow it down. Because that scene yeah. where he crushes the head slowly and the eyes poking out, that did seem like there were several frames of animation, but they just had it slowed down, like uh, uh, overcranked. I could be wrong. It, it, it was it was it was glorious. It was it beautiful. was glorious. He so Omni Man like this fight that breaks out and it's not completely one sided. Like they give him some licks, he eventually completely destroys them. But because of the exhaustion, he passes out. 
He goes into a coma, bro. He, he goes like, into a coma. Out. Now, this is the key thing, Ken. This is the big thing that they changed it. And I'm kind of 50-50. I get why they did. They're probably only going to be doing a 12-episode season. This is my suspicion. And and they for expert. Uh, expeditionary reasons that's probably not a word but it's going to be a word uh to expedite things should i say um the the mystery of who kills the guardians of the globe you don't actually find out until later in the the book it's still in the first arc but that was supposed to be a mystery who took out the uh the guardians of the globe like when i was reading it Do you know and what that, yeah. You're right. You're, you're, you're right, bro. Uh, not, not about like, because I, I haven't read it yet. But mm. I kept on thinking, what if everyone got taken out and we just didn't know who it was? Yes. Like, that would have been a much nicer reveal that everyone would have guessed and would have yes. been like, obviously it was Omni-Man. But, um, but it would have been a nice, like, what the hell moment. Right. And yeah, it would, uh, yeah. I, I don't see the reason why, but I feel like you have an idea why they may have done that. I think I think it's just for the sake of they that that something like that didn't Too come obvious. up until about episode uh, issue maybe five or six I believe from if memory serves they only right. have a twelve episode season maybe even ten I'm not too sure I haven't checked. Well, the uh, show so is only only eight episodes. I think for this season, uh, so yeah, yeah. that's not enough yeah, time eight. to set off a payoff like that. And they really wanted to show that awesome action scene and didn't want to do it as a flashback. So I'm right. not mad at it. I am not mad. That would have been a nice flashback. <laughs> I'm not gonna it, lie. That would have it, been excellent. it would have been a dope flashback and it would have been a moment. But I think yeah. with that it led to changes with other characters like Damien Darkblood. For the most part in, in the comic book, uh Damien Darkblood uh is a detective, but he's a demon, and basically what he does is that he solves crime to re- He's like uh, Batman and the question and uh Etrigan all rolled up in one. I, do you know the crazy thing I would have said? I would have said he's more Etrigan and mm-hmm. Rorschach rolled into one. Oh, but um, I, I'm I'm only saying the question because mm-hmm. like the, the more stoic, like popping in and being a bit just just a bit weird. Yeah. But then again, Rorschach is now in the DC universe, so yeah. the question and Rorschach all together. Yeah, so, yeah Rorschach, Rorschach is pretty much based off of the question anyway. Uh, exactly. But the thing, the interesting thing about Damien Darkblood, so obviously he's a demon. He basically solves crime to help people so he can buy time out of hell because he doesn't want to go back to hell. We don't know why. They might not deal with it. Um, but that's something that doesn't really exist in the comic book. They don't really mention that. He's just kind of a, a Rorschach type character slash the question. Uh, yeah. But the interesting thing about his character in the comic book versus the show, he's mostly incompetent in the comic book. Like every time he discovers something, all of the characters like we we already figured that out. Um, like you appear really? to them, yeah. So it's one of those ones. It's like you'll have C- Cecil, uh, which for years I've been pronouncing it as Cecil because I've been reading it, right? Well, that's the uh, thing. I got a kid in my uh, in my school, the same spelling, and throughout yeah. this entire show or the first three episodes, I'm like, obviously you're C- you're Cecil, mm-hmm. but no. Like it's just different pronunciations of the same. Spell. I guess it's just the American pronunciation. Maybe it's a regional thing. Maybe some part of America they say Cecil, and the other yeah. another part they say Cecil. Uh, but Cecil Stedman, who's a dope character in the book, and I I really hope they pay, pay off. Played by Walton Goggins, doing an awesome character. Um, but like it'll be the cases like the agency figures out stuff, then he appears and he said like they'll say, oh, what do you want? And he said like, and he starts breaking down what he's found. out. like, yeah, we we literally just find that out. You're you're late. And it's one of those, it's like a recurring joke. Every time Damien Darkblood comes in, he's like, he tries to say like, this is the evidence and it connects to this and connects to That's that. That's the thing. I've solved I found the case. that weird because yeah. Cecil was kind of being a bit of a dick to him and yeah. like, you know, him turning up at the um, the global defense uh, mm. the, the 
thing. And I was just thinking like, yo, why are you being a dick? It sounds like he's actually trying to solve something that you haven't figured out yet. So this um, is something you, abilities. this is the thing you learn about uh, Cecil, uh, Cecil Sedman in the comic book. This guy, he, he is basically the equivalent of Nick Fury. His secrets have secrets. His plans have backup plans. His right. ulterior motives have ulterior motives. So it's one of those ones, he doesn't want that shit to come out in public because in his mind, one, he knows if it comes out, that means we're fucked because Omni-Man's going to fuck shit. Also, he's also thinking, maybe there's a way to maybe negotiate things out where we still come out on top because in the comic book, there's several times where the agency or the uh, Guardians of the Globe have actually taken out villains, but they haven't killed them yet. And Cecil's actually been able to say, hey, I'll do your deal. We won't execute you, but you work for us and we'll give you these benefits. And that's one of the things, there's a recurring thing in the comic book where Mark actually has a problem with Cecil because Cecil continually shows this side of like so many greys because ironically, Mark is called Mark Grayson. Um yep but he doesn't allow for great great areas everything's black and white evil is evil good is good but you know they- what like after years of watching shows reading comics and everything mm-hmm. like it's so juvenile and childish to think mm-hmm. that there is good and evil yeah. everything is on it's on a scale man everything's on a scale and, you, the, and, it, and, and this it, show shows it it does it does and it's going to show it even more the stuff that i know to come because of reading the book because i've finished the book series i think it finished maybe two three years ago um okay. The culmination is absolutely brilliant. I think he stuck the landing in it, and I'm kind of both happy and heartbroken that the comic book is done. Um, yeah. But the growth that you see in Mark, the Mark that you know now, by the time he reaches the end, and hopefully the show is successful enough to reach that point, he is a he is a, he's grown. It's not something you can always say about characters. He's definitely grown as a character. Um, well. This, this touches on um, something that I've noticed about a lot of um, teen-oriented uh, shows mm-hmm. or, like, that have teenagers. Um, and please, like, please chime into this as well. Yeah. I've noticed that maybe because I'm a teacher, I see it more. Kids don't talk the way these kids talk. Kids no. are very... I don't know. They're, they're, they're very... Uh, they're not as... In, how would I say it? Emotionally uh, intelligent. Uh, uh, yes. Wow, bro. Yes. When I say, like, I listen to some of these conversations in school and I'm like, oh, my God. Is this how you get girls? Why do girls like you? <laughs> type thing. Because they do some weird stuff and they say weird things. And it's purely I've, just I've at that age, that. For, for some of them, it's just mad shallow. But I've, I cannot speak for all, all, all kids because I know some kids are um are, are, can be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. The answer, the answer to that is simple. Hormones. Yeah. That's it. Hormones. I want to stick my penis in your vagina. Ooh, I might want your penis in my vagina. Wait, wait, wait. Not quite there yet. Your finger will do. I said, <laughs> cool, <laughs> let's do it. That's it. It's hormones. Yeah. Like, really and truly, like, the only... I, I think kids ba- look great in the show. <laughs> they really do. But I think back to my days of being back in school, right? The only thing that prevents you from being that guy in school is insecurity. Because really and truly, when you think about it, you didn't have to have game to get girls back in school. You didn't, not to, no, th- not to take the piss out of girls or anything like that. But essentially, we're a ba- bunch of kids that don't know shit about shit. Girls don't know the world. Men don't, well, uh, get, boys don't know the world. So anything we're spitting is like the hottest shit if we come with, uh, with confidence. But exactly. And who are they getting the advice from? 
other kids in the group that didn't know what they were doing, right? <laughs> right. Bruv, we're your uncles, but at the same time, let's not lie. Like, even if people are emotionally uh, sound and you know mm. are, are grown, uh, the problem is, is that you're surrounded by people that are not. So yeah. they like the mass decides what is good and what is uh, acceptable. Yeah. Even if you're the most intelligent person, I remember in my old school, people were getting at this girl for liking K-pop, and they yeah. were proper getting at her. I'm like, yo. Can someone just like something that they like? Brother, now K-pop anyway, we'll, is the biggest thing on the planet. Mate, let's, we're getting too left with this. But mm. all I'm saying is they, they, they make these kids seem a lot more grown than they actually are. Yeah. Well, and also they're being played by people that are pushing 30 at least. You know, oh, yeah, some of them 40. Is, bro, can you imagine? Mm. But yeah, no, it, it, it's, um, it's a really nice... Because uh, you, you touching upon like him growing over the series. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see that. But his interaction with people is quite grown already. So to see yeah. him go beyond that would be, well, um, would be amazing. See, the benefit that Mark has in the comic book, in terms of what you understand, he's got a very level-headed mother. And his dad, you don't know this yet, but you're going to find out how old his dad is. And you'll be surprised. Um, so right. the benefit that he has is basically from his nurturing. He is enlightened because his parents are very much enlightened. They're not controlling, they're not overbearing, and they let let him learn his own <coughs> lessons. And that's like a se- thing throughout the series in the comic book. Mark has to learn his own lessons. Even his ideas of black and white, good versus evil, who should be doing what, he that learns like it. like Martha Kent type shit. It's, it's better than Martha Kent because Martha Kent is like, I'm old and you should listen to me and I have wisdom and your father's dead from a heart attack and this is all you have. Like, that's Martha <laughs> Kent. <laughs> You know, right. her mom is like, you know, she's a cool young mom. She's attractive. You know, she's very much in love with her husband. And he learns betrayal through this experience that he's about to go through. Right. The audience, right. we as the audience, and this is the, the unfortunate thing about the reveal of Omni-Man's betrayal. In the books, we as the audience, we learn about the betrayal at the same time Mark does. So it's far more impactful. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait because we know yeah. it's coming. When he but finds out, bro, wait. dude, I... Bruv, when he finds out, let's just say he's going to regret finding out. Right, right, right. You know what? They, they've been alluding to that because even Omni-Man throughout these three episodes, he's been very... Uh, the minute he found out that, oh, Mark's got powers, mm-hmm. he wasn't jubilant. He wasn't happy, mm-hmm. uh, noticeably. He may have been... He's like... He had that look in his face like, yes, finally going according to plan. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, what's going on? And then uh, the co- co- like his son getting powers coinciding with him murdering the guardians mm-hmm. yeah. seems a bit too suspicious there's clearly a plan here even when he recovered from the hospital from his coma and he was almost shouting at the woman uh, in the hospital more like give me my suit i need my suit that's and i was like whoa whoa, whoa chill I'm, out I'm even go- when he was i'm gonna done. say one thing ken and this is not so much a spoiler more like a hint because the 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 book doesn't do a great sh- uh, job of actually explaining this and i don't, I don't want think- no hints I'm too intelligent for that, Tony. <laughs> but I will say, I will say this: the show has actually kind of winked at it because the book doesn't actually do a good job of it. Um, him discovering that Mark has got powers, his reaction, everything you said, is basically out of frustration. What the frustration is, you'll find out. But the emotion is actually frustration. Lovely, 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 lovely. I can tell because even him not going easy on him on the first day. Like, literally, like, oh, we can punch, 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 punch. And I'm going to punch in the gut really, really hard and come up with some BS excuse to why I did that. Oh, because the villains ain't going to hold their punches, so I ain't going to hold it. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
this, this guy just learned how to fly. Yeah. <laughs> you putting in all your weight behind that punch. Yeah, yeah man. So Omni Man, he, he, there's clearly there's a dark serious, and maybe yeah, do you know what? Maybe him, him murdering everyone and everyone seeing that is is, is good then, because when you think about it, um, it'll be hard to hide his nature, his frustration, and how he feels throughout the entire series, mm-hmm. and not and people people will just automatically be like, yeah, obviously he did it because. And I think that's the reason why, because anytime you try, if you think about it, mm-hmm. let's say that scene wasn't there and we yes. saw him go through all of this. Yeah. 1000% it was him. I, I got a <laughs> Look question at the way he's moving. I got something that, moving with Mark. I got go something on. that you need to think about and I'm going to yeah. leave you to ponder it. Now, obviously we've I seen episodes. I'm too, I'm too intelligent, bro. You're too intelligent, too intelligent, but I got, it's a chicken and an egg kind of thing, right? Because we've seen episode right. one and we've seen the order of events, right? Now, the question right. you need to ask yourself, did Omni-Man always have the plan to kill the guardians of the globe and he obviously it happened when mark got his powers or did mark getting the powers lead to omni-man killing the guardians of the globe no way to tell no way to tell oh no but, you'll uh, find I'm, out I'm, you'll find out but no, no, i want you to ponder it yeah no i will out. not i'm switching off my brain I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I am actively forgetting what you said so my brain doesn't speed up because the last time i pondered some shit mm-hmm. i figured out the entire plot of like three films i was yeah. like ah, no <laughs> i'm not enjoying this i, I, I won't guarantee, be blown away <laughs> i guarantee you you're not you're not going to figure it out because it's one of those blended it's a it's an Excellent. interesting question because can't wait there as he isn't the right answer to that even in the books is one of those ones it's there's no real answer to that it is truly a chicken in the egg kind of situation say no more yeah i'm here for it um before we get uh, before we finish with um invincible mm-hmm. uh i thought i thought one thing was quite funny mm-hmm. like uh when when he met the team uh the team team yes. and then they met rexplode and you know uh, Re- i love that name rexplode oh my god it's such a good it's, name. it's so it's such a 2000s name <laughs> such a no, do like, you know what what's I, your name rexplode like what <laughs> i think it's so dope a rexplode like because you have to think there's there's so few names that one you can, can combine to make a pun like that and still comes out as an awesome name. Well, all their names are puns because you've got Duplicate and yes. you've got, um, what's oh her name? Do you, want me to tell you, do you want me to tell you what his brother's name? Because you actually see he, his her, her brother in episode three is Blink and you miss him. But you know what? You want to know what his her brother's name is? What's her brother's name? Oh, oh wait! Actually, I did see he's he was uh, he was um he was locked up in it. Yes, he was locked up. I want you to guess guess if if she's duplicate, what do you think her, her brother could be called? If you get this get, again, I will give you a fiver. I, do you know what? Better than that, I'm I, when things open up, I'm taking you out to dinner. Duplicate, duplicate, duplicate. Um, I'm gonna give you ten seconds on the clock. Ah, oh, bro. <laughs> ten. Oh man, I, I, need, I need something, bro. I need, I, I need hey, something like I, that. The clue is duplicate. Like, think about it. Duplicate. How many, how many ways can you you make the same kind of synonym? It's a, it's definitely a synonym of the concept of a duplicate. So like like multiply man or something, right? Oh, you're getting close. You're getting real Wait, close. Multi- multiple. <laughs> yes, yes. His that name is, is so Paul. Multi Paul. Piss off. Piss right. His off. name is multi. Cool. It's multi Paul and duplicate. <laughs> multiple and duplicate i love it that is that is terrible that is terribly amazing oh Um, my god oh my god because what you had um 
Lord, <laughs> that was painful. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know the crazy thing is, yeah. I uh, do you know the character Doc Seismic, the one with the yeah. the gauntlet that causes an uh, earthquake, right? Yeah. I actually had a uh, I conceived of the character kind of like in a similar um kind of way where he he's kind of like Richter, right? Um, from from yeah. the X Men universe where he yeah, stomps yeah. and creates uh shock waves and earthquakes, right? Um, off of like you know you got Doc Seismic, and I thought, oh, Doc Seismic is a cool kind of name, and I thought to myself, you know, what if my character was like Irish, right? And you know, it's like a common name <laughs> that you give to Irish people. It's kind of almost like a racial slur in a way, but not Paddy. really. Paddy's one, but the like Americans use this, like they refer to like Irish people as a Mick. Oh and yeah, that's that's uh. And literally, and literally, I was thinking, what if my character's name was called Seismic? Because he's Irish. Ooh, I don't know about that one, you know. <laughs> I, that was initially what I was thinking of. Then I changed yeah, it to yeah. Seismic. I, I, I changed it to Seismic Rick. I, I think you just shelved that one uh, yeah. and just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Seismic, um, man. Seismic. It's hard to be creative <laughs> for some of the stuff, man. Like I'm not going to lie, because some things are great. Because I was trying to think, like, Atom Eve. Yeah, is she is it a mix on Adam and Eve? Is that why? No, it's, it's not. That's what it it's feels just, like it's one of those ones. It's literally just because her, her her powers got nothing to do with being Adam and Eve. Um, it's just basically her powers is that she can manipulate th- things on her atomic atomic. The show hasn't shown it yet, but uh, in the comic books, there's a scene uh, when she kind of when she finds out that um, uh, Rex cheats on her. She's kind of disillusioned with the whole superhero things and quits. Goes off to Africa and it helps uh, rebuild places in Africa. And you see her powers and she basically can rebuild things on an atomic level, we'll say. Hence the atomic part. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. There were were three um, weird, well, dumb things, I think, that happened in the uh, show so far. Lay it on me. Um, So the first one, um, well, I had three, but something to do with Atom Eve. Uh, can't remember. Doesn't matter. Um, the first thing was the Martians. The Martians um, invading and they're not Martians. The that they're not Martians. It came up as Martians. I, I tried to search it to see if it was called Martians, but no. they, the description came up as they're, Martians. They're Maybe the, they just took Martians as they're the as, Flaxons. As, uh, the Flaxons. Yes. Well, in the uh, description, it came up as Martians, but the they may have got the description wrong. wrong. Then, okay, the description is wrong. So the what's who, the Clarksons? What were they named? The the Flaxon. The Flaxons. The Flaxons, why would you invade a place without doing research? First of all, the temporal, you know, space is different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where you age rapidly. And yes. two, do you not know there's literally thousands of heroes, LR, like my hero academia, like mm-hmm. X-Men, like all of the, that defend this world? Yeah. You're going to get bodied. It doesn't so, matter if you're going away and proving your technology back and back. There's clearly an ulterior uh, motive for this because that is so dumb to try and attack a place that is consistently protected by super duper people. So this is my quite weird. This is my theory about this. Um, To it's a possible explanation. It might not be a good one, Um, but in the comic books, uh, it alludes to the fact that this uh, the Flaxons are extremely arrogant. They've conquered most of their dimension. They kind of just steamrolled places after places. And besides from the whole time thing, they actually would yeah. have won if it wasn't for that. Um, so even with the, the superheroes around, they still kind of steamrolled. It was just the fact of aging. So they, they're they so arrogant that the concept of 
you know, maybe doing due diligence before they uh, invade was not really an option. They are warrior race. They go in, they lay out. So they open the portal. doesn't really matter where it goes to. They're handling business. It's that arrogance that's led them to that. So that's the only explanation that they kind of give in the, um, in, the, okay. in the comic book. I mean, that, that just proves that they're... Uh... Dumb. Their dimension or whatever their world is incredibly weak, <laughs> it's and they don't have people like Omni Man in their universe. No, that's 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 a misconception. I don't think that the show is going to actually go into it because that's kind of like a whole arc. Um, oh if, yeah, yeah. If I can you imagine, they won't touch it. If you notice that they're kind of very resilient, and remember, it's like even things like their technology advances so fast that, in terms of toughness, you'll kind of find out if they do it. You'll, you'll find out what it means to touch because uh, as much as like you have to think about in our world yeah most people are superpowers superpower because of experimentation they're also doing the same experiments as well okay cool yeah. makes sense um would love to see it evolve uh, mm. just to see what's going on with them but it yeah. seems like Omni-Man wiped them all out uh, and aged a little bit because um, of the uh, being slightly different again you'll find out more Cool. Say nothing because yeah. it feels like something was was there. Even when he said like, "Oh, the Earth is not for you to conquer," I was yes. like, "Oh, yes." What the? What's that you, mean, you, man? Bro, <laughs> Yo. Next, next week, next week. What? When did see, uh, I when, told you? Tony, did it I drop? told you. Did it I drop on Monday, you, bro? Did it drop uh, I on think, Monday? Um, uh, uh, when did it drop? First episode dropped on the twenty fifth of March, so that okay. was uh, three three days ago. Okay. Um, three days ago. So. so uh, so it's the Thursday, Thursday Friday. Yeah, Thursday or Friday. Thursday. Um, so um, I'm I'm just interested to see. You know, I'm I'm interested to see where they cut the corners, what they change. So far, it's mostly been cosmetic and um, speed up changes, rather than like we're gonna completely rehaul the this story plots. One of the problems I had with uh, the boys, I really love the boys, but with the show making certain changes. I guess I got the benefit of the fact that I don't know what's to come. So I get loads of people asking me because I've read the boys. Oh, is this going to happen? Is this going to Oh, what's happening with this? And I'm literally telling them after, this ep- after season one, it's a crapshoot because they completely changed the show to what the comic book is. Yeah, they're going to do whatever they want because I did a bit of research into it. Mm-hmm. Complete change. But it's whatever it is, what it is, man. Yeah. Um, I, I think like the way the boys handle secret identities or identities and the way this show handles uh, secret identities is yeah. very, very different. Yeah. In this show, it's it's literally, shut up. Don't think about it. <laughs> and it, it, it makes Bro, sense. It is, they actually I made mean, it made sense in a way because it's like when she literally says, it's like when people don't expect to see a superhero attend their high school, they just don't see one. And that's been the best explanation for Clark Kent if ever any comics, uh, comic or TV show has ever done. I would agree if Mark didn't just like, oh wait, I saw you yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's and in he walked straight up to her. He's in the game, but you forget that he's been going to the same school with her for a while and didn't put two and two I, together. Bro, I, I get that man. Mm-hmm. But then Omni Man doesn't change his face or nothing, and then his mm-hmm. gay friend was like, mm, even like that mustache on on, on Omni Man. I'm like, bro, ain't not been round to his house yet. <laughs> to the point where you can be idolizing his mustache. You yeah. can't make anyway. Like I said, like they 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 don't try and push too hard with it yeah. like in this new new technology world that's why i was trying to give them flack about like oh this instagram yeah. and he was even saying oh wait i even follow the team how yeah. did i not notice type thing yeah. it's almost like a psychological thing but you know like th- they mentioned I th- but i think that's the best it, explanation for it boy it's, it's a bloody stretch in my opinion but it is a stretch a, it's, a, it's a stretch that i don't care about it's a better <laughs> like, stretch so, than like i took yeah. off my glasses 
Oh no, there's an actual explanation on that in the comics. He vibrates uh, at a specific frequency that yeah. kind of distorts how people see his face. And that's that's been one writer's interpretation, which is a really good interpretation of doing it. But doesn't explain the fifty years before that when they didn't even try. They they just didn't have a reason. Yeah, I think <laughs> then, I think do you know what's the best explanation that I've actually seen for yeah. the whole Clark Kent thing? It was actually a book with uh, I think it was written by Mark Millar and drawn by um uh frank quietly all-star superman where they actually break down that clark actually does things like physically to make himself the the perception of people to not pay attention so he purposely oh the bumbling idiot type thing the bumbling idiots he he slumps his shoulders forward so he doesn't look as tall he constantly has his mess uh, his hair not as neat but when he's superman he needs an up so it's like he does everything he can to look so unappealing that nobody really pay attention to him. So even with his clothes so, to actually get round like him looking buff and stuff, he wears oversized clothes. So the Johnny the, the Johnny Depp effect. That's what you're telling me. Kind of, kind of in because a way. With Johnny Depp, this guy, if you was to line up Johnny Depp and all the characters that he's played, mm-hmm. you'd think that they are different characters. Right. Almost right. all of them. Yeah. That's how versatile this guy is, or his costume department is, and mm. maybe his, and his acting as well. Because even was he in Willy Wonka? Was I in Willy Wonka? Yes, he was. He played Michael Jackson Bro, in Willy Wonka. What? Bro, even like even thinking about it now, that is not Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. But that's how great of a uh, of a costume design it was. So yeah. do you know what? I'll give it that. When people go that far with their look, you can literally look like someone else, especially if you don't get a quick look at someone. Uh, uh, extensively so yeah, yeah no uh, boy I agree with that man I agree with that but yeah man um, I think we've talked quite a lot about uh, Invincible I'm excited to see where where it goes mm-hmm. uh, obviously you know so you're that person you're you're one of the gatekeepers right now I'm that guy <laughs> like oh you don't even know oh shit you don't even know I you're the, the you don't even know guy right now it's like oh man this has happened you don't even know yeah. I'm, the, I'm like that of Attack on Titan Tony actually I haven't even read the uh, fully uh the manga fully mm-hmm. um i'm just uh because i don't want to reveal anything i just want to watch it yeah but you catching up to attack on titan tony you don't even know man yeah Yo, you don't even know yet <laughs> and i know someone that reads the manga is kind of like ken you don't even know i know it's going off right now tony but yeah, yeah i'm excited to see what happens with the show um and i i'm re- it's probably one of my f- like i'm always a fan of animation and this is animation at its finest it's that that nine out of ten animation right now yeah but yeah it wasn't the only animation that came out this week no it was not tony can you tell the people what else we're talking about so this week we're also talking about this new show from a a little franchise some of you may know it known as dota and dota 2 which ironically speaking most people won't know about as but one of one of the biggest games on the planet like played out in korea uh, south korea and all of that um, but it's a it's it's a dope little thing. So um, it's it's a fantasy based uh, franchise, you know, sword and sorcery, dragons, and all of that. And yeah, strategy game. Yes. Um, yeah, it's like a it's, it's a MOBA. So it's like a strategy battle arena game. So I think MOBA yeah. sounds for like massively online battle arena. And Dota, I think the name stands for defense uh, defense of the ancients or something like that. Um, and it's basically a story of a young charismatic hero. He's a he's a dragon, dragon hunter. He kills dragons. Who has a tragic past within himself, but undercuts it with wit and bravado. Uh, he's on a routine mission 
to kind of uh you know clear an area of dragons but because of a foolish uh knight who's a bit too arrogant this knight thinks he can go for the big boy dragon by himself and him being a professional realizes that you're an absolute idiot what are you doing goes to try and save the guy only for that guy to be possessed by this uh this demon from another dimension um and then later infects another dragon that's been killed by that that knight uh which is an elder dragon so the concept of the show is this idea that the universe is kind of being held together by this council of dragons each one of them representing the fundamental forces of the universe um and there's eight fundamental forces um meanwhile this demon is trying to infiltrate into the world um so this guy goes in he meets the infected elder dragon and also comes across this other elder dragon um the two dragons battle each other uh to the death um the warrior tries to jump in to save the dragon he does defeat the uh possessed dragon uh only for the uh, other dragon who's neither good or bad just he just is voiced by absolutely brilliant uh voice actor uh tony todd uh from yep. um what's that movie uh you may know him from uh the uh oh god what's that movie about the guy with the hook and he's got honey all over him they're about to do a reboot of it um, the candy man uh, the candy man so tony todd from the candy man um absolutely brilliant voice actor uh but what ends up happening to him is that the actual dragon kills the knight that helped him uh, thus possessing him and now that knight is both human and dragon and the story just kind of goes on from there there's actually several subplots of this deity this you know this goddess that kind of like she's a forceful goddess it's like she forces people to worship her like and the f- worship that she gets from them makes her more powerful meanwhile there's this other subplot of this this elf wizard that is he's doing all of these machinations in the background manipulating people into getting things these uh these these flowers that are connected to the goddess and is a kind of like a source of her power and he uses that to not only kind of get back at her because they actually had a previous relationship where they had a child and she because of her arrogance and her desire to be worshipped she actually there's a moment in it where she actually asks both him and her dying own child it's like oh i will save you if one you told me that you love me and two you told me that i worship you and this little sweet little girl turns <laughs> and say like mother i love you and you should love me but i will not worship you i'd rather die you know it's not my job as a child to worship you and it's messed up she lets her child die and he gets pissed but he's like his his anger doesn't manifest as in pure anger it manifests in kind of like indifference so you know the true definition of the opposite of love is not hate it's it's indifference and he kind of delves into this indifference because all he cares about is bringing back his daughter uh at least that's what we're believing and that's where it links into that demon from the other dimension where i think they've actually made a deal that if he helps him get into this dimension, that demon might help him get his daughter back. But the the, the show mm. is is brilliantly written, brilliantly voice acted. I like I actually tweeted out to some of the voice actors, and they actually you know they 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 hit me back, and that was a that was a great interaction, especially to be to, to be hit back by um one Josh Keaton who voiced Spider Man 
in Spectacular Spider-Man. And mad, mad, mad. to um, Yuri, Yuri, oh, I always forget how to uh, pronounce his last name, but he voiced Spider-Man in the recent Spider-Man games. So they, they both, mm. you know, liked uh, my tweets that I tweeted out to them. Um, and uh, one of the voice actresses as well. Um, but it's, uh, on the whole, everything about it is brilliant. The animation is top notch. And it's made me care about Dota in a way that I did not care about. Uh, it's a game that's mostly multiplayer. It has lore to it, but it's one of those ones you have to hunt down for it. Uh, but yeah. the way it's kind of like, at first it's very lore heavy. Let me ask you, Ken, how did you feel about having that that information, that lore thrown at you? I want to know how well, you... Well, I, I was, I was going to get into that mm. uh, and how much I... Um, this is how you'd probably... They, they may have done it I would have preferred if they did it in a more natural way, mm-hmm. but you know, to, to try and set the scene of or world build, um, it, I found it kind of hard to get into the world building only because it felt like that there was a lot of lore, even down to the goddess or the sorcerer, then the dragons, and then the history behind all of it. It felt like okay, this is this is a lot, but at the same time, um, it, it's being paced at, in a way that is allowing me not for it to not distract too much from the story. You know, you can still get the gist of the story. You you know where the story is going, um, and the laws being sprinkled around. I guess I'm getting that f- kind of frustrating feeling because of what I usually see in films, where certain films that are heavily law based, as like, yo, you got like 45 minutes left. So yo, <laughs> why are we talking? Let, let's 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 focus on the story. But because there's so many episodes uh, to the show, it allows it to. Um, to naturally progress and i was trying to think of a nice comparison to this you see it with voltron you see it with avatar last airbender but granted and uh, they had a lot more episodes per season um and the the the, the law was perfectly like explained in last airbender through just the interactions with other people it wasn't like oh let's stop the show and just lore at you and just tell you the story of how things work here um you get quite a bit of that in the show but it's not so heavy that requires me to do more research like i i, I get the gist of it i'm not too bothered about it yep there are dragons there's sorcerers here there's some d- demonic stuff that's not really being explained in the first few episodes mm-hmm. but i get it so yeah i i i i i'm happy that it's a show that so that it can be gradually peppered through i just wish it was more part of the plot yes. rather than stopping the show just to explain um oh by the way this nah i'd rather it be like oh like part of the actual plot yeah yeah and it's interesting because they actually do set up some concepts um like the whole uh selamene so selamene is the deity that forces people to worship her and even the people that are in her camp she's actually manipulating their minds not in an overt kind of way but in a subtle kind of way but she kind of gives people the option right she only kind of embraces them and uses them if they accept her so they have to willingly say that they worship her, and that's when she kind of puts their thrall over. She puts her thrall over them, and has this kind of symbiotic. I get the worship from you, and you kind of get the good feeling that I give to you. And do you know who she reminded me of? Who did she remind you of? From a, from another uh, TV show about some crazy gods. It was uh, American Gods. You know the um, uh, black lady, the the sex god. Yes. yes. And now people were Bilkis. worshiping her, and then she. Yes, and she'd be devouring people for her vajayjay. Right. It, uh, it reminded me a lot of that, where it's like, all right, cool. She's clearly getting her kicks out of this yeah. just so people can worship her. 
um, for her body. And that's what it felt like in the show because she'll be kissing up on like the females in their dreams and then taking a piece of them, making them love her even more. Yeah. And it felt a lot like that woman from American Gods. Yes. <laughs> uh, very, very similar in a way. But the interesting thing about the character that I don't think is something that necessarily exists in the lore of the game uh, because I've tried to look into it on Google. But there's this relationship between the deity Selimene and another deity worshipped by uh, these freedom fighting uh, elves, uh, which is a similar name called Mene. So there's Selimene and there's Mene. And the show is giving us the impression that they're two separate entities. So Mene is actually an elder god and Selimene is actually a newer god. But even in Google, it's like nobody really knows the connection between Selimene and Mene. All we know from the show is that Selimene may have usurped the throne of Mene, the, the godhood of Mene. Who Mene is and where she is, if she's still alive or in existence, I guess is for us to find out in the next part. But this first opening part was an absolutely brilliant watch. I'm looking forward to watching it again. And I can't wait for the next part. And hopefully it doesn't, we don't have to wait a year. Hopefully it's one of those ones that's already in the can and they're just waiting for another drop. Well, I, I don't mind if I wait a year, as long as there's other things to uh, to bide the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, like we said at the beginning of the show, bro, there's a lot of things happening. <laughs> there's a lot of things that like, were spot for choice. So I, I would love to see the second part of this, um, hopefully soon. But even if it's not soon, like a year or even just a bit, a bit longer than a year, yeah. as long as things still keep going that the way they've been going with how shows have been coming out on a regular basis, on a week-to-week basis of recurring shows, yeah. then I'm, I'm not too mad at it because it, it's gone of the days I'm like, oh, what do I actually watch? To the point where it's like, man, there's too much to actually watch. So I I, I, I like that. I, I think it's nice. I yeah. wish this came out a different time to um, Invincible just so it can be like, because both of these, because I'm a big fan of animated, a bit more grown type shows mm. about superheroes or heroes in general. And for these two things come out at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, man, I wish this was spread out a bit more. Yeah. That way I can enjoy things that I like uh, for a longer period of time. Yeah. Because once I finish watching these, it's a drought for this type of uh, show. Uh, then I just go back to anime. Yeah. But um, once again, there's still a lot of things uh, happening. Uh, yeah, man. I mean... Boy, like it, it does give us the the conversation, like, because we we said it. I think it was last episode or a lot of the previous episode where TV shows or superhero shows are no longer for the kids. They're, mm-hmm. they're no longer for the kids. They're no more for the small small children. Yeah, it, it's a lot more gray. We there's a lot more blood. There's a lot more, like we see it in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where, where you're not just you're a regular guy that happens to be super you're doing things pro bono yeah you're not getting paid by bruce wayne like things are not all clean you're not just turning up for the job and everything is fine you're more like somewhat you're even less uh admirable well not admirable the comparing to you know, like soldiers nowadays at least they get paid they might die yeah uh, and you know they get the insurance and blah 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 whatever yeah but you know once they are quote-unquote heroes at least there's a paycheck uh, at least there is ramifications if you don't do something. There's the military police and everything. Yes. Whereas in a lot of these superhero shows, who holds you accountable? Who pays your bills? Because, mm-hmm. you know, Cap- Captain America and Falcon were on the run for two years. Right. And now because they say Thanos, everything's been absolved, like everything is cool. 
like there's no military police for for superheroes there's no uh, pension <laughs> for for heroes there's nothing yeah um and you know it, it just it, it's a bit too close to home man it's a bit too real and i love it it's not a bad thing it, it just makes me realize that we've entered a phase of superhero sh- uh, shows and media where you know people are just they're not okay there, there is a big cost for being a hero like there, there, there is a huge uh thing that you have to give up within yourself mm-hmm. which is a true hero you, you self-sacrifice i never felt that self-sacrifice really with heroes from the 90s and, and beyond uh but now it's like all right cool when you are a hero you're sacrificing everything yeah like you, you're sacrificing happiness your family your everything and there's going to be people might want to high five you take pictures for you post you on the gram and everything but you're not like you know tom holland and I'm not talking about Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Uh, I mean Tom Holland as the actor. You're not like Tom Holland, mm-hmm. where you know you've got your millions, you get your next role. You're not like Spider-Man, yeah. who you know is gets you know multi-billion glasses from Tony Stark to you know live out your days. You, you're just a hero, yeah. So a hero nowadays is so, like completely self-sacrifice, right? You 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 give everything, and boy, with marginal returns. <laughs> people forget you you're, you're literally part of the news cycle and you're done yeah there's no pension no. so yeah i love it i love it. it hits home it makes me want to become a villain tony yeah. it makes me want to become a villain because everything is not glamorous being a hero is not glamorous yeah but you know if i can get one off of the heroes and still a little bit of money here and do what 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 then at least there's a payday at least i can take advantage of the maybe i should lead the, the flag smashes yeah <laughs> in falcon and winter soldier because boy there, there is there the form of justice because you're breaking the you know the governments or the local rules versus of actually doing some good for a group of people boy there's a lot of gray yeah i might become a villain tony i'd probably be the villain because it's hard to get behind (laughs) the 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 good guys sometimes yeah um no to the point to the point where the the new captain america i kind of don't hate him like i know everything that they've done is to make you actually like the guy yeah but you know i'm like "Mm, i don't know if i can like you I think, like, I think when's when's the turning point for I you? I think the only thing that I don't like about him because I think the actor's doing a really great job. Um, uh, Wyatt Wilson. Uh, Wyatt. Um, sorry, his name is Wyatt something. Um, Wyatt Russell, uh, son of um, not uh, Kurt, yeah, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Uh, he's yeah. doing a great job for the character that he is, but the guy's a bit of a douche. Whereby where he killed it was at the end. Where he said like he asks for help, and because. <laughs> Um, thingy it wasn't was rude. Uh, yeah, like Falcon wasn't wasn't down to work with them because obviously they were in the government system. So he turns around and said, like, well, since you doesn't, you're not willing to to join me, you best stay out of my way. And it's like that's unnecessary. Cap, a real Captain America wouldn't talk like that. No, no, not at all. So you know, uh, I'm interested to see where the show goes. I am. I I, I love episode one. I love episode two, especially the setup with. Um, Isaiah X. I I hope that's potentially gonna be setting up Patriot and Patreon. Let's go and eventually uh, <laughs> set, uh, setting up the Young Avengers. But I don't know, Ken. Do we do we have? Is there anything else you want to add to to this week's episode, or do you want to call it a wrap? Um, what? It, boy, we keep saying there's a lot of stuff happening, but I, I don't want us to. Uh, um, I, I think it'll be good for us to talk about the things that we were really excited about, mm-hmm. which we have. So I don't mind wrapping things up. I mean, is there anything 
coming? Is anything new coming out soon? I think the biggest thing to look out for is, and we will review it, but you know, Marvel's made the, uh, the announcement that Black Widow is finally going to be coming out. And it's with, I swear it got pushed back again. N- well, it's got a minor delay, but I think that's going to be the final delay because they confirmed that it will be out in cinemas and Disney Plus at the premium. Um, I will be paying for that premium, wink, wink, paying for it. Uh, and watching it and we will review it because I think this is something we've both been looking out for. Oh, Tony, that wink sounded like you're trying to be a villain. Wink, wink. In some aspects. Uh, oh. But yeah. Why, why can I hear your eyes closing wink. turning into a wink, Tony? Wink, wink, wink. And I'm at a PR. Wink, wink. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, <laughs> wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah, short one today, but um, still good. Um, yeah, I don't mind wrapping it up. Tone, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram on ondeck.podcast. We can find us you can also find us on Twitter on ondeck.podcast. Uh find myself at Royal, that's Roy, Royal with an E at the end, Majesty on Instagram, and you can find Ken on I am Mr. Ken on Instagram. Hit us up on our that's SoundCloud it. as well. Uh SoundCloud link is found in our Instagram. Uh listen to us, leave us a comment, interact, holler at us. We want to hear from you. What do you want us to talk about? What do you want us to discuss? We're, we're here for you, you know. Uh, still got plans for the future to have a guest on board. Uh, it's going to be multiple guests with different topics. I'm very excited for that, but we'll give you a heads up on that when it comes. But yeah, that is us. So uh, this is me signing out. Peace. Adios, people.